Where and when? Big R1, I'll be daring 10. I am the boogeyman scaring men. Call out my name and I appear with Leng. Come to a video shoes in your ends. I will turn up early yard on your cameraman. Bear equipment, you be thinking it's them. Hold on, wait there, where's this lens? There's his lens, unsatisfied thing, where's his friends? You men are camping, my animals are out raiding for you, it's bearing sense. Why would I scrap when I'm here with skanks? Man, don't care if your ears are bent. Smith and Wesson clipping on my Glock, I will ring every 15 like Big Ben. Test me how, phone man, phone up, let's meet now. Kick this thing off like Jet Li, bow. David Louise, absolutely foul. Don't piss me your pussy, I'll sit down. Hello, and welcome back to the Bantam Music Podcast. We are back after three months. Of being stuck inside, not seeing friends, not going to the pub to watch the greatest sport in the world, badminton. But we are back covering football because we have to. Joining me is the oldest man in the universe, Tom Pierce. Hello. And the man who makes Boris Johnson sound like a commoner, Liam Hall. <laughs> Hello, chaps. How are you all doing? Hello. How are we? Football is back, bitch. It's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming. Football's coming home. My dad's ain't coming home. <laughs> yeah, how, how are we feeling, lads? Um, I'm, I'm feeling very well. The weather is very, very, very hot. So if you hear any noises outside, I have all my windows open in my room. Carl has his windows open. Liam has his whole mansion air conditioned. <laughs> any noises, just keep them to yourselves. We don't care. In He's England, got, hot, Liam's got care. G's in a bikini, uh, fanning him. That's what, that's what <laughs> Liam's got. I mean, I mean, if you, if you if you can see it, I wouldn't call it a bikini. It's something much better. <laughs> If you listen carefully, listeners, you can hear Jeeves just spanking Liam slightly. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, that's a hard one. Oh, oh he's a, he's a uh, saucy but, um, bugger. Uh, as we said, football has been back for a while, obviously, in Germany and Spain. Um, Bayern Munich won the Bundesliga, and no one cares. Um, surprise, surprise. Yeah. The La Liga then came back and everyone was all, oh, yeah, yeah, La Liga's back. And then no one cared because then the Premier League came back. <laughs> 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 and we've had uh, many, many, many games played already. Uh, obviously, we've, we've got nine games left of the season to get through. It came back the 17th of June with the greatest game ever to grace our screens. Aston Villa versus Sheffield United. Oh, yeah. Thrilling. Thrilling stuff. Battle of the uh, North. Yes, the, the North. Well, Midlands. Sheffield, Sheffield is nowhere near the Midlands. <laughs> Where do you want Sheffield? Sheffield. Oh. <laughs> that's kind of northern. Wait, hang on. I'm, I'm Googling. I'm Google searching this. Sheffield is nowhere near the Midlands. It's in York. I've, I've been to Sheffield as well. Right, you won't be welcome back. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is, it, is, it, is it above Leicester? Yeah, I'll say that's north. It's not the, yeah, but Aston Villa is not classed as a northern team. The class is the Midlands team. All right, I'm, I'm, wait, where is it? I'm searching for Aston Villa now. It's in Birmingham. I live near it. Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> what, that's Midlands, isn't it? 
Aston, Aston, shut up, Liam. I, li- I live here. Be quiet. All right, it's northern to me, all right? <laughs> oh, God. Um, this is what we have to put up with, listeners. Yeah, sorry, listeners, about that. Liam's geography is poor. I'm, I'm, only, I'm only here because I paid my way in. Yeah, yeah. Li- all that Liam knows is Eton. <laughs> yeah. That's all he knows. Eton uh, football but, team are my favourite. <laughs> oh, we'll get to your team in a minute, my son. Oh. This, the only interesting thing that came from Aston Villa versus Sheffield United is the Battle of the North, apparently. The North remembers. A free kick taken by Sheffield United. It went clearly over the line. The goalkeeper looked like he'd been collected. Oh, and it was not given due to the fact that Michael Oliver had not turned his watch on. That's that wasn't what, the thing, was it? I, I thought it was because like, wasn't like the thing blocked by the goalposts or something. What? Haw- what? The, the, okay, Hawkeye was on. Okay, Hawkeye was on furlough. <laughs> it wasn't due back at work until the week after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was still on furlough. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, but no, it was just it was hilarious, and um, I, I've got a, a football group uh, that people are playing with football on Mondays and. A lot of them are Villa fans, and they're saying, "Oh, it were a goal! It were a goal!" Yes, it was. <laughs> it's clearly over the line. It was I've... worse than it was worse than Lampard against um, Germany. The fact is, the goalkeeper fell into the net. But I think I think you could be right. I think Mark Oliver doesn't have his watch turned on. That's what I reckon it was. Yeah, I love the fact he cut to him looking at his watch, and he looked at him, and they're going, "Oh shit." Because <laughs> apparently it came through at half time. That's because he just turned it on on the on the bloody break, isn't it? Oh, it what happened to VAR? Because like, is it just not implemented there because of COVID at the moment? Like, uh, no, they're still using VAR. It could have been brought in, but I think they rely that heavily on Hawkeye or whatever system it is they use. They just because the watch didn't go off, they just assumed it must be right. Well, that, uh, that's things I've I've never seen Hawkeye not work in football. It's no, or tennis. Yeah, tennis as well. But it must be. It's, it's never not worked. Even yeah. when it's like, like, like the the the, the leaves cock from going over the line. <laughs> and that's the position of the goalkeeper was just right to block. Enough cameras that it didn't pick it up, but I don't know. I just, I just think he didn't have it turned on. But he fell in the net with the ball and looked at the ref. It was the best. Oh, well, I can see it went over the line, but my watch hasn't yeah. gone off, so I can't give it. No, I can't. But that, that, that was a, a drag game to come back to. But let's save this game, the next game on that that Wednesday, because. <sighs> Can't wait to dissect that. Um, no, I'll, I'll, come, I'll pop down. Oh, I'll just gonna. I won't be a set, lads. That'll be about. Um, <laughs> uh, but I want to say it involves Man City and some team from North London. But we'll get to that team from North London later. Uh, the next set of Premier League games on Friday: Southampton beating Norwich three 0 and Tottenham drawing one one with Man United. 
Did you watch that call by United go? Well, as I have to say, it was literally a game of two halves. United looked pretty lacklustre in the in the first half, and obviously Spurs got their goal. Uh, second half, we did look a lot better, and especially when Pogba came on, he he really did make a difference, and we dominated most of the second half and looked really good. I thought so, uh, and I know the penalty might be a bit bit controversial, but I think we deserved the draw at least out of that match. It's nice to see that Fernandez carried on from where he was when uh, this coronavirus hit. He was, he still looks sharp. He looks. He still looks like the player he was when they signed him. Yeah, just... it looks great. I can't believe Man United were haggling over his price, which was like forty million, because he looks like bang on an eighty million player to me easily. I don't. I mean, to be fair, agree. to be fair, you guys are in so much debt. It doesn't really surprise me at all. Football Yeah, it's a different kind of debt, though, isn't it? So yeah, it's weird. Uh, it's, like, it's like Barcelona, they've got 800 million pounds of debt, yet want to spend 200 million pounds buying Neymar. <laughs> oh, Barcelona. Jesus. I mean, to be fair, they can, they can sell off people, at least. Man United, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know who they can sell off really for that much money. Pogba? Yeah, that's um, it. I mean, they have Rakitic and people they don't need that they can sell off for like 78, 80 million. 80 million for Rakitic? People would buy it, well, maybe not now, but pre COVID, people would have bought Rakitic for that. No, they wouldn't. No, it's very old. Mate, mate his, his release clause is like, I think I think that's like 100 million. Yeah, that's a release clause? Yeah, I, I don't know. That's I, like, okay, so... I think, I think, I think well, he would go for a lot. Yeah, it doesn't make... Yeah, probably like 30, 35, because of his age. How old is he now? He's, he's, he, uh, he's 32, is he? Yeah, that's old. Yeah, true. Yeah, uh, yeah. For a like sport, top sportsman, it is getting He's on the old two. side of things, isn't it? Yeah. You can still play though. Well, yeah, I, I imagine, I imagine Pele can still play. Well, I, I don't, I don't know about, about after like two heart attacks, <laughs> but maybe. Ah, <laughs> uh, they're character building. Hey, but put him, <laughs> put him in my team, and I, I wouldn't mind. Oh, so, mate, we'll get to... We'll, yeah. As I said, we'll get, we'll get to your two. But uh, actually, I, I have one question for... Um, sorry, my, my mind just went blank for a second. For Carl, um, who, who do you think out of the Man United team at the moment is best to sit behind Pogba and Fernandes? Um, who's best? Uh, I quite like sort of McTominay, um, but... Uh, Matic uh, might be jumping forward a bit, but Matic today did an excellent job as well. So, but McTominay's younger and he's one for the future, so I'd like to see him him play more. Really, do, do you think he has much? Because from what I heard from McTominay, I heard he's kind of like he's okay, but he's not really going to grow much as a player. He seems to have limitations. He seems like a Daryl Fletcher, doesn't he? I think that's what I could compare it to. The fact that he's not going to set the world alight, but he's he's a solid player. Yeah, I think that is a good. He does his job yeah. well. I, I mean, the games I see him play, I think I think I think he's I think he's really good. Yeah, he's a Scottish Hullet. Uh, 
god. Scott. <laughs> oh. You come at me from the it's going to be interesting what they uh, decide to do with the goalkeeper situation with uh, Henderson wanting to come back and be number one or, oh, be, re- or, or be released. I love the fact that you're in a Billy war for your own player. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. Sky, Sky journalism there for you guys. But no, yeah. I... I Sorry. To go to the go, so goalkeeper thing, uh, uh, Roy Keane made a very passionate speech <laughs> uh, about David De Gea. Um, I do think De Gea has... Yeah, I think he's gone down in terms of his... Not his ability, in terms of his ability, yeah. I still, think, I still think he's one of the best goalkeepers in the world, but I don't think he's at the peak of his powers anymore. Yeah, perhaps he's still looking for that move away because he has made one or two really bad mistakes this season. Yeah. Was, that, was it Watford? He gifted them a goal uh, at the start of the season. Yeah, was that near post where he just... He just mm, I think so. He also get down. The thing is, he's still young. Like, well, he's, For goalkeeper, you know, he's only 29. And it's not. I don't think it's a physical thing. It's just a mental thing. Do you think it is something to do with the contracts, or do you think he just needs to? Do you think he just needs to get out of? Does he just need to get out of Man United? Um. Yeah, but then I had, I had this conversation with Carl. Though, was like, I can't see Real Madrid buying him now. No, I think that might have been um, been and gone. That. But but Barcelona went by because he got to Stegen, and. He ain't going to be a number two. Atletico have got arguably the best goalkeeper in the world in Oblak. Mm. He is somewhere else. And I can't see to hire getting Oblak out. Maybe he can go to Italy, though. But again, Juventus have got Chesney, who is at other world right now. He plays fantastic for Juventus. AC Milan have got Donnarumma. Uh, Inter have still got Haddanovic Napoli have got I'm trying to think of Napoli's are but... Ospina <laughs> oh god uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think I think they've got another one uh, bear with me I'm just trying to get them up but I, again I, I don't see him going to a... I think the only big team I think I can see him going to is, is PSG but again it's it's Will he, Will they drop Navas for him? That's the thing. Things I can see him going to Juventus and fighting um, Chesney for. It. Like, I love Chesney, but I don't think he's. I don't think he's better than De Gea on his day. I don't know. He's he's improved. He's improved. Uh, he's improved massively. So he's keeping. I know Buffon's forty-seven thousand and two, but he's keeping Buffon out of the team. Yeah, it, it, it is true. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think his powers have declined quite a bit. You think? Are you, you think of Carnesis? Is that the goalkeeper you're thinking of? No, they've got uh, Alex Merritt. That's his name. He's a very good goalkeeper. Oh, okay. I think I think I think I have heard of him before. Yeah, very good goalkeeper. Very young as well, and Italian. Twenty-three mm-hmm. Italian. They, you know, they're going to play him more than. 
double De Gea, but yeah, I think I think De Gea has he stayed at Man United too long? Possibly. It's been nine years now. It's a long time for. Mm. But look, look how much he's improved. I can remember when um, I can remember his, his first his first game was against West Brom. And it was at the Hawthorns, and he looked so shaky. Yeah, he was so young then, wasn't he? Shane Long scored against him, and he, he, he missed he missed some few catches and punches were terrible. His shots his shots off him was good, but I think he just grew into it. I think he grew into the fact that he was Man United. He had to be Man United's number one. Hmm. And Jimmy yeah, Faye, he, he, he became he great. He did. Yeah. He was very sort of. He was very skinny as well when he first came to United, uh, yeah. as well. But they obviously say, saw potential in him. I will say this though: three hundred ninety-six appearances. He must be doing something right. Definitely. Definitely. And, he, and in our previous seasons, I mean, he's saved us a ton of points with some of his saves. You can't. Yeah. You can't deny that one. One bad season doesn't necessarily make you a bad goalkeeper, but... I mean, he's he, had like he, two or three now, though. does need I mean, to... I, I don't think he has. I think... I, I, I last season was pretty bad. No, again, I disagree with it. Last season, he, he dragged Man United where they finished last season. He was, was, was he player of the year as well last season for Man United? Might have been. I know he's been player of the year for a, a few seasons since Fergie yeah. left. But he was... But the, to go with the goalkeeper, thing, I think the goalkeeper is probably the worst position to have a bad game in. Yeah, because one mistake, it's, it's a hard, goal, basically, isn't it? Because you're the only one, that's the thing. So, no, nowhere, to hide, nowhere to hide when you're the goalkeeper and you fuck off. No, that's the thing, but I, I, I do think he's... I, I do think he's not as good... It's not as good as he was, but I'd still, I'd still put him in the top five. I think I'd go Oblak, Lawyer, Stegen, De Gea, and probably uh, Sam Johnson as the top five. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hmm. No, I. I being serious, I'll, I'll go Oblak, Oblak, Neuer, Testagen, De Gea, Alisson. No, Courtois? No. You've been, you've been Neuer in the top five. That's, that's quite surprising. Yeah, he, just... he, he's on a bit of a decline as well recently. Yeah, but Neuer can play football though. I love how crazy Neuer is. Oh yeah, he, he, he's fun to watch. To be fair, Neuer... this season I'd, I'd put like Edison in there. Edison oh. and Alisson. Well, we're getting off topic here. Let's go back to the Premier League. <laughs> uh, we tend to do this a lot. Uh, so back to the Premier League. I think we'll just cover... I know it's pretty, it's pretty bad, but we'll just cover the big teams. Uh, Chelsea uh, kicked off their uh, season back with a 2-1 win over Aston Villa, which made me very happy. <laughs> the fact that Aston Villa... <laughs> can imagine... And it was joyous, joyous to watch. And then the champions, champions elect Liverpool had a Merseyside derby, which was just piss poor. It was and like ev- watching, quite like watching ev- paint dry that match. It really oh, was. 
I'd rather watch Aston Villa versus Sheffield United. Monday <laughs> <laughs> um, we got Man City destroying Burnley five 0 yes. but that wasn't that wasn't the talking point of that match. What was the talking point of that match was the absolute abysmal, abysmal play banner that flew across the Etihad, uh, which said "White Lives Matter." Moronic. Pathetic. Yeah, it's uh, pathetic. Disgusting, to be fair. Uh, and I'm so glad that the Premier League took a stance. The knee, I, lo- I love them taking a knee. I think it's fantastic. Um, just to move, just to put a little jokey side of the knee thing, though. Did you see Sadio Mane forget to do it? Oh yeah, Christ! Did sorry. he really? Oh. Yeah. Sadio Mane forgot to take the knee and bombed it down the wing, hoping to expect the ball and. Then he looked around and saw everyone on their knee, and then he did it. But <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I think it's a fantastic thing. I think it's. I think we, as a group, I, I think I'm right in saying for all three of us, we c- completely support the Black Absolutely. Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter campaign. I think it's. It, it's needed after the the atrocities that have happened, not just not just in UK, uh, the new the US, but everywhere and. Yeah, I hope that this broadens everyone's uh, perspectives and it opens people's eyes because I will say that you should, you're not born racist. and You're made racist. racist. To be a racist is to be a horrible person. Yeah. And also, uh, and if, there's any, if there's any listeners who, like, who are like all lives matter people and, and, and if you genuinely just don't understand the problem with that, then just go on the internet and do some research. Like it's yeah. just it's just logical. Like or rather that view is illogical, and so just you, you're you're harming the process. I will say I this. Just... I will say this. All lives do matter. That is not the point of this Black Lives Matter campaign. All lives do matter. It's just it's now finding. It's now trying to find a balance where it's not just. I try to word it in a way that's not bad, but it's not just white lives matter. It's all and black people now, yeah, they deserve. I would say equality with us, but it shouldn't even be that. It shouldn't be equality with white people. It's it just should be there. It's not the 1700s now. It's 2020, and everyone should be, you know, open-minded and not so narrow-minded and horrible to other people just because of the colour. You shouldn't judge somebody just because they've got different coloured skin. And the fact that that's still a thing in 2020 is just... It's just... I don't know, barbaric. I don't know the other words to describe it. And I just hope this time it leads to proper change. I mean, we've had similar type movements before and they tend to, after a few months get forgotten about and don't really achieve what they set out to do so I just hope this time it, it does make the impact necessary I also just I also just want to say very quickly um, on this matter because uh, maybe lots of people are wondering like how can you help with this kind of thing just keep at it just keep spreading the words and also when it, whenever it comes to voting time you know who you have in power and who's in power for this country really matters. And I'm not going to say, I'm not going to accuse anyone of being racist or saying a particular party is racist. You can do your own research and make up your own minds. But 
they're more important things than money and they're more important things than a lot of the issues more important things than brexit so yeah. just think of it next time you go to a voting booth and please just you know look after each other yeah i talk about brexit i know a lot of people who voted purely for racist um intentions basically and i i had i i don't talk to those people anymore because they're not friends of mine i thought they were but they're not and also if i could just say something really quick unless there is big change with that fuck ginger fuckwad in charge i don't see anything changing in the united states i think if there's any american listeners out that we have on here uh, i implore you to vote Get that twat out of power, Amen. and then you might have see change. Because tell me why it is good for a man to go to a burned out church, shoot peaceful protests with rubber bullets and tear gas, to pose outside said church with an up, that upside down Bible, and to say that it's okay. I'm sorry for ranting about that, but that fuck one needs to go, and that's all I'm going to say on it. Football. <laughs> football uh, but yeah Man City winning 5-0 um, I loved what Pep Guardiola said uh, after this about they don't need to they don't need to buy anyone to replace David Silva they've got it for free in Phil Foden um, he did that, have an excellent game to be fair that's high praise there Stockport Iniesta. I don't know if one go, one game, one good game puts you in the same class as David Silva, to be honest, but he was excellent. I think he's had more than one good game for him. I think, I think most games he's played, I think he's, he's shown glimpses of what he can, but he hasn't played that much. But I think now, now that there's maybe time for him to play a couple more games and the fact that City aren't really challenging for anything, then... Mm. <clears throat> Maybe we'll see more of Phil Foden, but he looked, he looked sharp. He looked very good. And it makes me sad that he's 19 years of age. <laughs> makes you sad. <laughs> I'm old enough to be his fucking dad. Granddad. <laughs> Great granddads. <laughs> Calm down. Your oldest has been started. Yes. Uh, uh, and Tuesday we had Tottenham versus West Ham uh, Tottenham winning 2-0 Suchek own goal and Kane uh, we had, again we had this conversation on our Facebook group but West Ham are in trouble aren't they they are definitely yeah, they put up little to no resistance and they've got financial woes um, yeah they're in all sorts of trouble and I know a lot of people like to stick up for Moyes, but he's just not a very good manager and he's showing it again. And he's made zero difference at West Ham. Not that he's helped by the owners and board, but still. I, I, I think they will stay up, though. Uh, I, I think, uh, they might by the skins of their teeth. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll, we'll talk about that at the, at the end of this. But um, we get to today's fixtures. Uh, this is Wednesday, um, as we recorded. Uh, Newcastle uh, drew with Aston Villa 1-1 Everton beat Norwich Wolves beat Bournemouth and some little team in Manchester beat Sheffield United 3-0 Yeah uh, 
Hat trick hat trick. by Anthony Martial. Our first, um, hat, our first hat trick in like seven years or something, apparently. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's how bad it's been since Fergie uh, <laughs> left. But you could you could say, I, I just want to make a point. You could tell the opening matches that teams hadn't trained as much as they would normally. Um, a lot of the first matches were sort of very pedestrian and that luster. And then you could see from the second games like City against Burnley and today I watched a Man United game and both both teams looked and and Spurs as well, I saw some of that game and those teams looked a lot sharper on their second encounter. So I think all the teams the more they play they are gonna get they are gonna get there and we are gonna get more exciting matches going forward. Oh yeah, but we'll we'll talk about one team that hasn't done that in a minute. But um... <laughs> I don't can't think who you're on about. No, neither do I. Liam's got Liam. What team it could be? But Tottenham. I thought it'd be United three. No, um, I, I didn't watch this because I was. Um, I, I had a nap. I, I've had a very long day, and I, I, f- I forgot that this match was on. Otherwise, I would have watched it. Um, did they look like the Manchester United of old? I wouldn't go that far. I mean, it's hard to judge. I know Sheffield United looked good, uh, well, reasonably against Villa. They were quite poor against Newcastle, and today I don't know if it, it's a combination of them looking bad and us being really good, or they were just had another bad day at the office. But we, we pretty much dominated the entire match, apart from a ten-minute period after the first water break, where they put us under a tiny bit of pressure. But yeah. I mean, that midfield, Pogba. Bruno, um, Rashford, he missed a couple of easy chances in front of goal, but he looked sharp on the wing. He he, he uh, assisted on two goals. Uh, Martial, he looked as sharp as ever. I mean, those two goals he scored. They're like the ones you fit across the goal and nobody ever manages to get a foot to him, but Martial was there to knock him in. Can I ask about Pogba? Cause is he playing on like um, like the right CDM? No, uh, he was playing more of a almost like a shielding role. I think he had um, sort of Fernandez was pushed up to help the attackers. Um, Pogba was sort of helping uh, Matic sort of a bit deeper. He played a bit further up against Tottenham because we were looking to get a goal back. So he was more uh, was a more attacking influence in that in that game. Okay, because because from what I heard, like from at least from the stats, it seems like him and Pogba seem to play in the same place in that kind of like that channel on the left between like the left wing and, and the striker. Because Rashford so, and Greenwood were on the wings, you see. So I would have said that yeah, he was sort of. I I, I mean like usually like him and um, Fernandez seems to play in that middle space between like, yeah. the wing and the striker. So I, I was wondering how it would work with both of them in the same team, especially with Podga, like both of them like playing the same place. I wondered if it would be too congested. No, so, it seemed to it seemed to work. I mean, it was a formidable midfield, as I say. Bruno, because he's perhaps a bit more flair. I don't know. He he was he played a more advanced midfield role, <laughs> and, and Pogba sat sat a bit deeper. So it, it just feels like Fernandez has a free role, can have free reign. Yeah, of a bit like as Paul Scholes used to play, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
Well, he's been so good. He's been, he was the signing we definitely needed. It's, he's improved That's the team so much. It's unbelievable. Uh, as we record now, uh, Liverpool are two up. Uh, Alexander Arnold free kick and uh, Mo Salah scored. But we move on for the Champions Elect to Liam Hall. I, I mean, I, I think we should first talk about um, Tottenham. But uh, no, mention Tottenham. You mentioned Tottenham already, mate. All right, all right, fine, fine. So, <laughs> on, so when to the 17th of uh, June 2020, we witnessed Manchester City versus Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal suffering two early early injuries uh, to Xhaka and Mary, and Mary was the big one because he was replaced by uh, everyone's favourite defender, Sancho. Uh, David, David I think I think one of the greatest individual performances of all time. Wouldn't you agree? Liam, can you describe David Luiz's performance for us, please? I was I was watching the match and at half time one of the commentators really said it best. He said that for the first twenty minutes Arsenal were playing we we were holding our own against Man City and and I don't think I was hyperbole, I think we were actually doing pretty well. You was? And and then there's a key moment in the twentieth minutes where we kinda of, we, we kinda of lost a bit of control <laughs> and Man City got control. And that was when David Luiz was subbed on. <laughs> From there, we saw what can only just be described as a diarrhea of individual errors <laughs> and bastardising the name of football defending. <laughs> now, I, I have a question to you. Who? Who was Man City's best player that day? David Luiz. <laughs> David um, Luiz was I, I don't want to hear anything about De Bruyne being the man of the match David Luiz was Man City's best player I mean he, he made it seem like we played with 10 men for the rest of the match I don't know how he did it but we seemed to be lacking a player because <laughs> he, he was so good he played himself off the pitch he had a fantastic clearance where he kicked the ball Somehow into the air and also behind him. For there's a perfect setup for Sterling to knock it home, and then he decided that instead of you know just pushing someone off the ball or trying to make a tackle, he thought it'd be a good idea to put on someone's shirt. And what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> what the fuck is that cunt doing? And now he's signed for another year. Yeah, he was rewarded by, well, as I said, one of the greatest individual performances of all time. And he quite rightly got a new contract for it. <laughs> he, he better be on wages. Like, his wages better be going to, like, the, na- like, the local, like, rape facility or something. Because that's what he did to Arsenal. He screwed us up. Um, can, I, I, I've got to interject here. Uh, my best friend is an Arsenal fan. And, uh, Phil, that's his name. And he's normally very placid, very... He knows what Arsenal are like. But... He, <laughs> he hates David Lewis so much. And it's, it's wonderful to see. 
it's beautiful to see him whinging and moaning about it because it gives me joy. It gives me lots of joy to see my best friend get angry. <laughs> but uh, I'm just going to put this out there again. David, uh, how much uh, in transfer fees has David Louise cost his all his teams? Oh, God. A lot. Do, 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 do you want to hazard a guess? I'll put it of, I'll say about 60 million. Bear in mind, he went from 50 million to P- PSG. So. Oh, God. Can't, do you want to take a guess? Uh, no idea, mate. David Louise has cost Chelsea, PSG, Chelsea again, and Arsenal. One hundred and six million pound in transfer oh fees. Uh, he he cost Chelsea twenty two and a half million pound for Benfica. He then cost PSG forty four point five five million. Chelsea then brought him back for thirty one point five, and then they sold him to Arsenal for seven point eight million, and they were laughing all the way to the <laughs> bank. They must have been. Apparently, Devin Louise is valued at ten million pound. <laughs> oh, we we got a bargain then. <laughs> Jesus, for eight million, we got a bargain. Also, also, I would just like to apologise for for what I just said. I I, I realised it as I as I said it, so I'd like to apologise for that. But David Louise won in Portugal Footballer of the Year. To be fair, he's a fantastic footballer. He's just not, not a defender. If he's playing, if he was playing in midfield, he could he, he could have a great career. He's not a good football player. He's very talented on the ball. Do you remember when um, Chelsea signed Torres and David Luiz, and at one point David Luiz, as a defender, had actually scored more goals than uh, Torres. Really? Yeah, they bought them both at the same time, and uh, Torres took eight, took ages to get a goal, and I think. David Louise got two or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Liam, let's journey to Saturday. Uh, Brighton versus Arsenal. Do I talk us through that? Oh, I mean, I, mean, I don't even know what I can say about this. Because, believe it or not, I missed both goals and I'm really happy I did. I My, 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 um, my total legal way of watching it just decided <laughs> it could not cope with watching it so but one thing I will say Pepe's goal was a thing of beauty like what that was that was honestly quite glorious and that was my only joy of the whole game so we go we go a goal up there's a goal line scramble and we concede I'm like okay it's fine we can draw we, we, we can get another but and the then, goalkeeper got stretched off at some point as well, didn't he? What, oh, yeah. Well, what, yeah actually, that... what actually happened there? So, oh, God, I, 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 I didn't even want to talk about my pie. But, so, apparently it, it, he got an injury which is too gruesome to show on TV, so they would not show replays. So, so you already knew it was bad. Um, but now I'm kind of wondering, was it really that bad? Because he's only out for six weeks. Yes, it's a which for for knee injury, that's incredible. Yeah, it's uh, it is a torn thing. It's just he just pulled something. So yeah, so we're very lucky with that. And to be fair, um, 
the standing goalkeeper Mar- Martinez actually did a, did a pretty decent job. In, fair- in fairness to him. Oh. It's just, it, but it was just funny the fact that you were going to sign Joe Hart. Oh my god. I mean, if we signed Joe Hart, I, I, I don't even know what I would say. I mean, what happened to Joe Hart? Seriously, he was a top goalkeeper at one stage, and then Pep comes in and he sits him out, and he's been horrendous ever since. I, 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 th- I think it. I think it. Um, is it a conf- Is it a confidence thing? Must be. But, I mean, that's a flaw of a player. Well, one thing I will say, I, I do have a small bit of hope for Arsenal, at least for the future. And, I mean, I think we'll get to it when we get to our newest segment. But yeah, I, 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 I'm just sick of the negativity about, of Arsenal fans. I've, there's so many. There's so much negativity. Yeah, it's brilliant. It is, if you're well, an Arsenal fan. If, if, if we could journey, journey away from Arsenal, though. Um, the Championship is back. No one cares, mate. Suck my dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was a local dart. The, really, the only game we really care about in the Championship was West Brom versus Birmingham. We drew 0-0. We're top of the league. That's all that matters, and we're coming next season to relegate Arsenal. But if I could just talk about Arsenal just for just for one more second, Arsenal are thirteen points clear of the relegation stages. Yeah, they are eleven <laughs> points. The uh, top four. Arsenal aren't even in the top half of the table. No, we're eleventh. And. Who would have thought in the year 2020 that Arsenal would only win nine games in one season? And there's 30 games that Arsenal have only won nine, drew 13, lost eight, and have a goal uh, goal difference of naught. Very poor for a team of Arsenal's Ar- station. Yeah, I, I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Arsenal are the team that made me fall in love with football. And to see the team like Arsenal declining to where they are, basically like I can't say like Liverpool because Liverpool were never this bad. But yeah, it just makes it sad. So, but we, we but um, if we could talk about one thing though from the past that we'd like to leave behind with our football clubs, and one thing we'd like for the future, I think there'd be. A nice little segue to that top. There we go. Um, so we'll start with Liam, obviously, because you've got a lot more to deal with than me and Carl have. <laughs> 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 uh, what, so two things you like to leave in the past and two things you like for the future about Arsenal, but they have to be realistic. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, believe it or not, mine actually, this is probably going to surprise you, but... Well, mine, mine are kind of going to feed into each other. What I like to leave behind is the kind of mentality that Arsenal have at the moment. You know, very negative. Like, there's no belief in the team. I, I feel like, honestly, if we had some confidence... I mean, we showed it at the beginning of the Manchester City game, but we can at least hold our own, even for 20 minutes. If, if we can find some kind of 
belief that Manchester City have, I think that will go a long way. So I'd love to leave the current mindset of Arsenal in the past. For the future, I, I do see some good. I see a lot of young talents coming through. We've got Saliba coming to hopefully at least fix partially the defence, which has been one of our biggest errors for so many years. We've got Saka, who's a fantastic youngster. We've got Gabriel Martinelli. We have lots of... We have what seems to be a very young core starting to come through. And... And uh, as as uh, as hard as it is for an Arsenal fan, I'm I'm starting to hope at least a little bit for next season, if we can keep it together. Um, that's so realistic, man. It's not completely unrealistic. No, it's not. Uh, yeah, it just, it just makes me sad that Arsenal, yeah, are declining the way they are. Um, so, is there anything else you'd like to change about Arsenal? Or, what the, or anything else you'd like to leave in the past? Because if I was an Arsenal fan, I'd like to leave the the aura of the Invincibles. That's interesting. Because Arsenal... <clears throat> Arsenal are not that team. They don't have that... As you said, that mentality of the Invincibles. And I think... You can't go into... You can't expect Arsenal to replicate that. You can't expect every striker to be Thierry Henry mm. or every winger to be uh, Perez or every every attacking midfielder to be a Bergkamp. It doesn't work that way. They're once-in-a-generation talents. And I think, if I was an Arsenal fan, that's one thing I'd like to leave behind is not, not the history of the Invincibles. No, no, celebrate that, but just leave the expectation of the Invincibles back in that era. Yeah, I, I think that's absolutely... Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, completely, I mean, I'd like, I'd like Arsenal to aspire to that kind of standards, but I do kind of agree that they need to kind of... They need, they need, they need to be more realistic. Yeah. I, I, I think that's what it is. And also, stop thinking you're better than Tottenham because you're not better than Tottenham now. And that, and that pays for Well, I don't no, know about that. Come on. Tottenham are... If we go to the table, Tottenham are ahead of you by a long way. <laughs> Tottenham... Mate, top, Tottenham are seventh. You're 11th. There's five points gap between you. Tottenham won more games. They've... Got a better goal difference than you. They've also been in more recent Champions League finals than you. Finishing the top four more recently than Arsenal. I think that's what it is. I think it's just stop pinning everything on Arsenal versus Tottenham. That's what I would do as well. Is yes, it's a big game, but it's not the be all and end all. Mm. You've got thirty. You've got thirty six other games to play in the season, not just two. That's a good shout. I, I do slightly disagree on the Tottenham thing. For, for, for various reasons, but uh, I think that's a good shout. Well, what about you, Carl? Yeah, so I'll, I'll leave Arsenal alone now. I'll get to Man United in a minute. <laughs> what about me? I'd like to leave the last uh, seven seasons in the past, I think. <laughs> <laughs> realistic, Carl. <laughs> that is realistic. <laughs> well, just have a memory wipe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing you're looking forward to. What, what, thing is, what thing is, oh, we, should, we should say what you're looking forward to about Arsenal. 
Uh, what we're looking forward to about Arsenal? Uh, the, the youth of Arsenal. Yay. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, what I'm looking forward to is um, next season, hopefully. Uh, it looks like we've got decent foundations now. Um, some of the sign-ins uh, Ollie made are really starting to come good, like Juan Bisker and um, Harry Maguire. I think they've both really stepped up to the plate. Uh, the midfield's looking excellent. Now we've got Bruno Fernandes. If Pogba stays, and that, that'll be a huge boost. Um, maybe, I don't know, rumours are of Sancho coming in. I'm not completely convinced on... I'm <laughs> not completely... Could, yeah, I'm not completely convinced on them, to be honest. That's why I said rumours. Uh, I never... No, get carried away until someone's actually presented as a United player because you get so many rumours and guff about who's coming in. Well, I'm sure we'll make a couple of good signings either way. Yeah. I think even in the past is like uh, sort of the expectation of um, what came with the Fergie era. It's just never going to be that great again. I don't think we'll ever go on a run where we keep winning titles again because teams like Liverpool and City are so much better than they they were in that sort of era, so I think we're going to have to make our expectations a bit more realistic. Yeah. No, I, I agree there. Uh, so, is it, is it my turn to... Is it, is it my yeah. turn to uh, all right, so what would I change about, what would I change about Man United? What would I leave in the past? Um, yeah, the Fergie stuff. Stop thinking that May United have got a magic wand they can go back to what they used to be. It's not, it doesn't work like that. Football football isn't like that. Yes. Mm. Very, very, very successful at Ferguson, but he's not there anymore. I think move on from that. And, and one thing I'm looking forward to for May United is, yeah, is, would, is May United now invest in youth? Uh, Greenwood looks fantastic. Uh, looks very sharp. For 18. Uh, Rashford is 22 and played what? Is it, three, how many games, is it 150 games for Man United? Or some, more than that, that isn't it? Something like that. I can't remember exactly. Ridiculous amount of games played for Man United already. He's 22. Mm. Um, you've got Martial as well. Henderson, if he comes in, looks very good. And. I just think if Man United stick with youth, I think they've got a very, a very, very good chance of yeah, yeah, moving forward and doing very well. Rashford's played, sorry, two hundred and three games for Man United. Christ, at that age as well. Two hundred, <laughs> games, and he is twenty-two, and he's he's younger than me, the bastard. Um, <laughs> oh my God, he's my age. That's crazy. But yeah, actually, I guess what I'd like to leave in leave in that past, at least for Man United, I would love them to stop trying to do big money signings. But then they're not Real Madrid. They're never going to be Real Madrid. It's just it's not a model that works for them. It's just I mean, he's worked well with Fernandez, but I think he's been one of the only deals in seven odd years that's really worked out well. I mean, Pogba, I guess maybe Pogba. 
Pogba as well, but that's been hit and miss at times. Um, I don't know. It's tough. Because, I, I, again, kind of with, with Reese, like I think they're just better looking at youth. Because they've got, they got so many youth players. They, they should just use them. And, I mean, I think they've been your best players this season, to be honest, a lot of them. But, I mean, again, that's, you know, like Arsenal, you have lots of good youth to look forward to. And I think there's a lot of, you know, great things. Who's your left back? Who's your left back again? Is it Brandon Williams? Uh, yeah, but he's um, Shaw's been playing uh, the last two games. Oh, okay. I, I still think he's a great talent, though, and I think he has he has quite. Oh a, yeah, a good definitely. Future. I think he's been really good. Um, I do have good news about Arsenal, though. Shaq uh, is apparently expected to be past fit for Southampton game. Really? Oh, that's, that's quite surprising. That's very yeah. good to hear, though. Um, I'm just going to put this out there. David Luiz is... Just go back to David Luiz. Hall of Horrors. <laughs> um, oh, that's brilliant. It, oh, God. Do you want to hear Gary Neville's quote about David Luiz? Go oh, on. Um... Gary Neville said, David Luiz played like he was being controlled by a 10-year-old on a PlayStation. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and he was brilliant. right. Um, so what else has what else David Luiz done so David Luiz was given the honour of captaining <laughs> captain Brazil uh, when they got absolutely battered by Germany do you know what uh, I remember about, about that game that David Luiz crying that, that but also there's one point where David Luiz is all the way on the other side of the pitch and Meza Ozil has the ball and Meza, I think this is like 5 nil at this point and, he, and Meza Ozil just kicks the ball back towards his goal and he high fives David Luiz as he's, as he's running back and he's like <laughs> it's fine we, we, we're going to still mess you up anyway don't worry <laughs> um, yeah I can, I, can, I can make it even better uh, Luiz uh, was not made not once but twice by Luis Suarez uh, at this point he was the world's most expensive defender <laughs> oh god I forgot about that uh, David Luiz uh, gets Man United in 2018. Uh, David Luiz was nowhere to be seen. Uh, he was beaten by what matter, and yeah, Martial curled home uh, <laughs> against Tottenham. <laughs> he, he was directly involved in all three goals conceded. He found Harry Kane for a free kick. Deli Ali scored. He then turned his back on a Kane shot. <laughs> <laughs> that deflected off him and the worst moment when he he went to tackle Son missed him and made no contact whatsoever <laughs> and then he got absolutely uh, he got destroyed by Mo Salah uh, and then <sighs> and I'm then thinking nightmares and then he gets sent off Oh God! He got sent off against Chelsea. And his partner in crime was was Mustafi. <laughs> oh, David Luiz, you're a meme. <laughs> um, right, let's move. Let's move on. To be, to be fair, Mustafi's actually been decent. But anyway, yeah. Mustafi, shit, mate. Come on. Let's um, talk. About, let's talk about West Brom. West Brom. West, what was I like? What was I like to even a pass about West Brom? Fuck it, that's a good thing, that is. Uh, what's, a le- what's a lot to leave behind? Negative bastards. 
look, we are not a top team. We are not going to be challenging for trophies and league titles or anything like that. We are, at best, a mid-table Premier League team. Yes? And oh, I, 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 I don't know about that. No, but let, let's be honest. When we're in the Premier League, the best we could hope for is mid-table. Yeah? Yeah. And it annoys me with the fans there going, oh, I remember the days when we had Lukaku. Yeah, that was, that was eight years ago. Lukaku was in Milan yet thinking about playing for West Brom again. And he was on loan as well, wasn't he? It wasn't like he was uh, your own player. I'm, I'm going to put this out there. Oh, okay, this this pains me to say, to, to, to say this. We were offered the chance to buy Lukaku for, for £15 million. We said no and bought a Nietzsche and Sessignon instead. Let's move on. <laughs> Great business. On. Let's move on. <laughs> and, and Great fans, business. Fans still, fans still talk about that season. Yes, it was a fantastic season. The best season I've seen up the Albion. But you move on. And I think that's what it's like. Fans need to just get on the fact we're not we're not the team that we used to be. Or the team in the 80s that challenged for shit. We had Regis and Cunningham and all that playing for us. Yeah, they don't play for us no more. We're not that but team. Move on and forget about it. And what I'm looking forward to in the future with West Brom, fucking hell. Um, <laughs> Coming back up to the Premier League? Yeah. That, that's, going that's... straight back down again? My <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Doesn't um, like it when it's the boots on the other foot, does he, Liam? Have you noticed this? <laughs> <laughs> tries to get all clever or all sarcastic, doesn't he? When you he can give it, but he can't take back. it, can he? He can't at all. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm a lover, not a. Oh, no, I can't <laughs> say that one. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful! I, I'm, I'm a giver, not a taker. <laughs> I'm a Reese, not a Jeeves. And <laughs> <laughs> you're damn oh. right. <laughs> But no, um, what looks for the future about West Brom? Um, hopefully a consistent run in the Premier League. That's what I could hope for. Consistent run, seeing good football, and that's all I care about is just seeing us put up a fight and play well. And that's all that matters. I've always said this, and I go out to Tony Pulis, and I would rather lose playing good football than win playing shit football. And really? Yeah, same. I, 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 I'm going to put this out there. Yeah, I sat through three years of Tony Pulis. Yeah. Although to be honest, I had to sit through uh, Van Gaal, and that was oh, pretty oh, horrendous oh, football. Van Gaal won the won the Europa League and the FA Cup. I'd sit through Arsenal. So neither of you guys can talk. Who won the Europa League? You won the Europa League, didn't you? No, no, you that won. wasn't the Mourinho, mate. But that's a shit team. But you still won trophies. True, true. <laughs> My team had to put up with a dinosaur who brought Craig Gardner on after 30 minutes to fucking hold on a 1-0 win. And that's what it was. I think it's just... Because I had to pull up with shit football for so long. <laughs> it's so nice seeing us play football again. <laughs> and uh... that's what I'm looking forward to. It's just us having consistent years in the Premier League enjoying 
watching football again in a stadium, which I can't wait to do again. Seeing my friends at the football. I, and I know, she, she doesn't listen, but Amy, I do miss you. You're a pain in the ass, but I haven't seen you in three months. I'm getting sad. I miss you too. I shouldn't live. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, that's what, I, think, I think that's what I'm looking forward to most is going back to a stadium and watching football with it. And, and, and I don't care that I support my Sprum, who are pretty much shit. But I love, I love them. And I've loved them since I was five years of age. I've got a tat on my left leg of West Brom. And yeah, uh, I, that's what I'm looking forward to. Just seeing West Brom again. All right, I, I got one actually. So um, for West Brom, something I'd like for you guys to forget is two players. One, Saido Berahino. Should we don't talk about Berahino? No, and, and neither should you. And also, just for personal, um, for my personal pride, um, how you fucked... Um, Serge Gnabry for us. <laughs> you made him look so shit that he couldn't even get in a West Brom team, but we sold uh, him and now he's tearing it up at Bayern Munich. Liam. So I just want to say, fuck you. <laughs> Liam, who was playing for West Brom at that time? Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tony Pune said, said that he wasn't even good enough to get him a team. Well, right. Uh, literally, he made one appearance. No, wait, no, 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 no. He made, he came for 10 minutes. What a fucking waste you made of that glorious, glorious player. Don't blame us. Blame Pulis. It's Can't just... Do West Brom off? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I, I want to say the thing I'm looking forward to first. Uh, what? <laughs> All right. I'm really looking forward to you guys being in the Premier League so that you can face Aston Villa and they can beat you twice in a season. <laughs> I think Aston Villa will be going. I think Aston Villa will be going the other way. Um, uh, yeah, there you go. Liam, Liam, <laughs> Liam. <laughs> yes. Aston Villa beat us to that, that that uh, that season that we were in there together. They beat us. They beat us once that season. We beat them. Well, Mate, think things are going to change. I was there. I was there at Villa Park, we beat them 2-0, and I have a video on my phone of us singing songs, and I'll send it to you in a bit. <laughs> Go on, Carl. Right, well, I don't really follow West Brom that closely to sort of say what I'm leaving the past, what I'm leaving the past with them, to be honest. So, but oh, I am was, looking... Carl, you so, were the friend of us in the FA, we were there. <laughs> Maybe they sort of maybe they should leave their sort of yo-yo status in the past, and hopefully when they come up, they can actually stay up for a good few seasons uh, this time I'm round. Gonna, I'm going to put this out there: the last time we was in the Premier League, we stayed up for nine years. You did, you, you did really well. To be fair, I'm just. It was in the Premier League for. But I am, I am looking forward to you coming back up, and um, hopefully. Doing quite well and getting a good pummeling at Old Trafford. Uh, I'm going to put it out there again. We have a very good record at Old Trafford. Also, what, what, I have to say, what is your third kit? I, I just came across it right now. What? Oh, what, 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 what why? It's very nice. I own it. You look like you look like Ribena. No, it looks like Pub of Islands. Oh yeah. I'm, I say, I, I'm, I'm looking forward I'm, to Slav and Bilic being back in the Premier League. I love Slav. 
Big oh, yeah. He's, to be honest, he's I, an I awesome was, manager, actually. I was so shocked we got him. I, th- I, I didn't think he'd come to the championship. I was very shocked we got Billich, and then we've played. Jesus. What What now? What have you found? Oh, yeah. I, I just looked more in, in more detail at the third kit of West Brom. Jesus okay. Christ. Do you want to see a picture of it? Because I've actually got it, and I'll send a picture of it. It looks better. Maybe it that's looks- another thing to sort of leave in the past. Teams that come up, sacking their manager halfway through the season because of a couple of rocky results. Amen. Try and try and stick with your stick with your managers because sometimes it doesn't always work when you when you switch. They got you up there. Give them a bloody chance to keep you in in the Premier League. God, does everyone have an awful third kit? It seems like no one actually has a good. Actually, Crystal Palace's third kit is pretty decent. As is some sort of weird sort of I don't know what colour you call like a beigey colour with black shorts. It's a it's a very strange one. I'm searching yours up now. Oh, I'm very intrigued. Oh, oh, oh! This is great oh, radio. Liverpool are like four um, 0 up now, so it looks like they're going to win this game. So can they can they seal the deal at City? Do we think? Yes. Our, our, our friend Will Scott be too just much? texted me and he, he's very, very happy. Will it be too much? Yeah, and me as well. Uh, will it be too much for City, do you think? Because they have been on a good run. They will absolutely... I, 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 I think it'll be a close game, but I think they'll beat... I'll, I'll say 2-1, they'll beat them. Do we think City can might slip up at Chelsea? I've, I think they'll probably beat Chelsea. They, they look on good form. Um, I just have one more bit of news before we before we wrap up um, about Arsenal and Liam. It's good the news. Shit. No, it's good news. Wow. Oh, according to the Mail, only a few details need to be finalised before Bukayo Saka puts pen to paper on a new Arsenal contract. Oh, that's actually that's actually um, that's great that's news. Actually, that's brilliant. Oh, you know that that's made. It is, I don't I don't care about David Luiz now. If that's true, then. I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely happy. Uh, all I'm going to put this out there. Uh, before we go, uh, I just want uh, Liam's reaction to a picture I've just sent to the Facebook group. Liam, do you want to look at it quick before we go? So the fan... <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you didn't just send two of the same image. I, I, I didn't get it. I <laughs> 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 Uh, by the way, this is I sent a picture of Tony Maguire without glasses. It's David Louise. Tony Maguire puts his glasses on and it is coronavirus. <laughs> What's worse? <laughs> a long-haired Brazilian or a virus that kills people? I wonder which one. Um, <laughs> so before we go... Jesus. Liam, Liam I'll start with you. For, for what, sorry? Plugs. Oh, sure. You can plug. You can plug my ass anytime. I um, knew. I knew he was gonna say that. I, I, sorry, I'm sorry. You, you, you set me up. All right. My Instagram is actually. I'm not gonna give you my Instagram. I'll give you my my Twitter. My Twitter is at Harper Milo, and my OnlyFans is at City Sluts ninety seven. Car. <laughs> You can find me at uh, Carlos underscore fire sixty nine on uh, oh, Twitter. Hey! And... <laughs> 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 
That was the game he was born, year 69. Oh, that's 89, not 69, sorry. So I'll start again. You can find me at Carlos underscore fire 89, which isn't the year I was born. Um, but Twitter and Instagram, and check out our website at Rogue Opinions 20. What what was you thinking of when you said Carlos on the fight on Carlos fight on the score sixty nine? I wonder. Fraudulent slip if ever I did one. <laughs> I would look on Twitter see if there's actually someone in that handle. Um, you can find me on Twitter. Also, there's like ninety five. Uh, we have a backlog of um, Rookie podcasts on Spotify, Podbean, Apple, wherever you your podcasts from. Uh, Banter Munich will be back with another David Ruiz special, we hope, soon. <laughs> uh, until that day, guys, uh, I, I like to join me and say goodbye to the people. Goodbye, people. Goodbye. Bye. David, I understand you've made the decision that you wanted to come out and speak to us. What is it that you want to say? Simple as that. Uh, it's not the team foul. It was my fault. I take the decision... Uh, to play, I should take another decision the last two months that didn't. So today is the team I think did well, especially after with the 10 men. The coach is amazing, all the players did amazing. It's just my fault. Sorry, because of the distance, I didn't quite catch that. You see, yeah. you, made, you should have made a different decision in the last I should, two months. I should have taken a different decision in the last two months. Uh, and I didn't. It was all about my contract, if I stay here or not. I have more 14 days to be here and uh, and that's it so today was my fault what decision do you think you should have taken no different decision to decide to try to decide my, my future to try to decide as early as possible but uh, i didn't do you think it affected the way you play tonight then i, I don't want to use that as an alibi or excuse it's just it's my fault and that's it we certainly appreciate you coming out what do you think your future is? Is it at Arsenal? I love to be here. That's why I continue to train hard. That's why I came here today. That's why I try to do everything. That's why I'm here, put my face. That's why I say to all the players, nobody had me to speak. It's me. I have to, 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 to show my face and, and, and be here. So I want to stay. The coach knows. The coach wants me to stay. So it's just... Uh, we are waiting for the decisions. Thanks for coming out and speaking to us. My pleasure. Take care.